Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Info Mini Chats, the best of WTAW's morning radio talk show, The Infomaniacs. For decades, uh, we've gotten to interview the mayors of our two cities, mm-hmm. right. which is great. We've gotten to, uh, you know, as they become more comfortable, uh, their kind of insights, you know, and we get to hear them comment on things, and that's that, that's great. Scott gets to grill them. Yeah, I do, but, you know, also we let them, you know, kind of join in with whatever we happen to be talking oh, about. Oh, sure, you know. yeah. The mayor of a small Oregon town is accused of opening fire on motorists oh. in a Halloween night road rage incident. Mm. And he was arrested. Yeah, well, I, would I would hope, hope so. so. Family for uh, traveling on uh, somewhere in uh, in Oregon, and uh, they were being followed by an SUV that was driving erratically, according to the statement. The SUV pulled over. The family slowed to get a description of the suspect vehicle before a male suspect stepped out of the passenger side and fired multiple shots from a handgun at the car. Suspect identified as 47-year-old Dowan Jones, who's the mayor of Rufus. Okay. Rufus, Rufus, Oregon. Oregon. How interesting. Yeah, about uh, 270 residents, uh, about 100 miles uh, east of Portland. Uh, No one in the family car, uh, two adults and two children, ages five and eight, were wounded. Mm. Uh, the sheriff, uh, excuse me, the mayor was uh, was booked on suspicion of attempted murder mm. and four counts of attempted assault. Wow. Huh. What do you do when he walks in? You're like, oh, hi, Mr. Mayor. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. do you have cuffs on? Yes, vis- visiting with the mayor, talking about how quickly he can reload his weapon or Angry whatever. Person. Yeah, really. Info. Well, Glad you, nobody was hurt. Well, you know, you know, oh, know why he was angry, don't you? Because he drives an SUV. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, I, you yeah, Chelsea, you know why. I mean, really, no. Like, ten years ago, that's what everything was because of an SUV driver. I mean, an SUV driver did such and such. An SUV driver did. Uh, yeah, we now were, it's a Tesla. Yes. <laughs> Texas Renaissance Festival this weekend and a few more weekends. I got four tickets to give away today. Here's the question. If you can only eat one sandwich for the rest of your life. Ooh. If you nice. can only eat one sandwich for the rest of your mm. life, what would it be? Let us know. Okay. 979-695-1620. Y'all know the number. We do need your first and last name along with your sandwich preference. Uh, text it to us and uh, we'll get you entered to win. We were, uh, also, we're giving away four tickets to the Texas Renaissance Festival. You can use this weekend or any weekend that they're open. Our question for you. Best sandwich in your lifetime that you can only eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeah, Yeah, if you had to pick one to eat for the rest of your life, uh, we do need your first and last name if you want to win. Our number is 979-695-1620. We have gotten a few votes for just good old peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah. Tried and true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody else texted a Reuben on rye. 
Yeah, oh, which good. is a great sandwich. I'm just trying to think if I would want that as my only sandwich for the rest of my life. Uh, somebody else texted in the BLT Club at McAllister's, so they were very specific. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone else specific about where to get it. There's something called the Permonte Bros. Yep. Okay. Yep. Roast beef. It has fries and coleslaw on the sandwich. Yep. They're so, famous. Yep. They are. Yep. And that's the thing is is I mean peanut butter jelly obviously popular, but. Is there real complexity involved there? And right. No, but I'm also thing. thinking if this is the only sandwich I sure. can eat for the rest of my life, right. you know, I, do I want something so unique and so specific that, you know, I don't want to get sick of it yeah. either. Maybe sometimes simple is good. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like I don't good know. old grilled cheese. Mm. Yeah, Mufalata comes to mind. Okay. See, okay. I kind of like that. I like that olive salad stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. I, it's not bad, but that's definitely not something I would I would want to pick forever. I, I really like Rubens, but I mean, it, again, if you're going to go with just the tried and true, maybe a turkey sandwich Mm. not as from a specific place just you know turkey and uh, cheese so just in time uh, oh so uh, it's daylight saving thing again right deal whatever (sighs) saving singular not yeah it is it's daylight saving time now i didn't even realize until i'm reading this morning that that congress in march passed something called the Sunshine Protection Act. Yes. Yeah, I thought we talked about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, uh, well, maybe I forgot. I just, uh, first we of talk all, about a lot on the show. The fact that they actually named it for what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Protect the sunshine. Right, do, do they think that they can do that? Do they think that they're capable of protecting the sunshine? Because, you know, they're not. We're Americans. We're yeah. capable of anything. Of course. So the next time we spring forward, we might never shift back. Good. Far from a sure thing, but here's where it stands. House representatives still hasn't voted on the bill unless it's passed in the House. Nothing happens, and we just keep on shifting the clocks twice a year. Mm-hmm. A report in July said it hit a brick wall in the House based on, quote, fundamental disagreements over the language, of course. Mm-hmm. But it also is on the back burner because there are other things that really are kind of more pressing, I think, like inflation. Gotcha. Bananas are 52 cents a pound, I'm just saying. (laughs) But just in time for us changing the clock, why we are afraid of the dark. Ooh, okay. Why we are afraid of the dark. Talk about it in a minute. Here we go. Afraid of the dark. It's a common fear. According to right. a study that from June, at least 8% of U.S. American adults are afraid of the dark. Okay. okay. And it's even more common, of course, with children. We are predisposed to developing a fear of the dark. We're more likely to be afraid of things that would have been dangerous to our prehistoric ancestors. Things like heights and spiders and snakes and the dark. It may stem from a fear of the unknown. I think that's it. Things that make Mm -hmm. us feel uneasy are commonly things that are outside of our control. When it comes to the dark, obviously, we can't do much about that. But as I was reading this this morning, I'm thinking, but, you know, how many people have, like, um, motion sensor lighting now? Yeah. Yeah. So if there's nothing. when, when, When are you truly ever in the dark? Yeah. If there's something out there, then it's going to activate the light, and the light's going to stay on for right. some period of time. Yeah. If it happens to be a thing or critter or sure. person that's out there to get mm-hmm. you. So yeah. something that I've had to grow adjusted to, growing up, I never slept with my bedroom door closed because I, I lived on, well, I lived, I stayed on the other side of the house where my parents All right. uh-huh. was where my room was. So, I mean, I pretty much had privacy anyways, and I would always have my door open. We would have the refrigerator yeah. light on or whatever, and I would have my windows 
open as well. Granted, you didn't have to worry about any street lights or anything, but there was plenty of like natural light and, and artificial light that would come into my room. My wife loves i mean she's like part vampire and that she wants it absolutely dark dark uh, we have you. we have light uh we have uh, blackout shades uh-huh. we mm. have you know all, everything has yeah. to be dark in order for her to sleep and so that has been uh, obviously an adjustment to. yeah uh and making sure that i don't bump my toe and everything else walking around in the middle of the night but um uh, you know I, I i agree with you scott in the fear of the unknown because you don't know what might be out there right because right. you cannot see you can only see for so far and if you're in complete darkness no telling what mm-hmm. might be coming up to get you sure, right. some people may be afraid of the dark due to a negative experience that they had at night oh sure okay, something yeah. like a robbery or an attack that mm-hmm. they uh, now associate with nighttime and the dark yeah there's a reason why that. crime happens at nighttime sure. right. and right. so that's yeah you associate uh, at least I do I associate more negative things with night and dark obviously than I do day and light and that's why I mentioned the uh uh, the security systems that people have now mm-hmm. where they have motion sensor lights so that you don't have to worry about something being out think there. About, well, yeah, because think about it. You hear a noise. You're you're in your house in the middle of the day. You hear a noise and you don't think twice about it. Or yeah. maybe you 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 do, but you can go out, look, you know, okay, whatever. You hear the exact same noise at midnight uh-huh. and so many different scenarios oh, run sure. through your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is your house. It may creak. It may right. make noises, whatever. Right. But, yeah, it's a depend- bird, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Find, find the time to do that. Anyhow. Yeah. So uh, our week in science... Apparently, they have told us that uh, here's the plan if aliens reach out to us to say hello. Okay. 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 You so hate we that did, term, we did reach zombie, out. We did zombie preparedness. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Now we're doing alien preparedness. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I, I know. It was in the headline. That's the only reason I said it, because okay. I hate the phrase reach out. But anyway. <laughs> if they and send now us an every email, time I say it, I'm like, oh, uh, I hate it too. Aliens send us it an is. email. It's hey, just, just reaching out, earthlings. Well, Scott's like, oh, right, so galactic now, war. All right. So our, we'll get to the story in a minute. Okay. Why did we get to the point that we were using the term? What did we use oh, before reach out? Out. I think it was, I'm going to get in touch with you. Okay. Is that it? Which is even, I, I don't know. which you that's kind of, I, I mean, do you like that more? Okay. Is that creepy? I mean, I to have get no in idea. Touch? I'm not because, sure. Because, because when you're getting in touch with someone, you're actually not physically touching. No, right. you're not. No. Just like reaching out. You're not actually, I don't know. Well, I guess you technically are reaching uh, out. You would yeah. say, I'll but, be in touch. Okay. Okay. Um, which I still think is. So I just it, say, I will contact you. All right. Okay. Yeah, all right. So I don't know. Or I, just, I will contact this person. Like, instead of just saying, I will reach out, I will contact. That's what I try to use. All right. So when did reach out become a thing? If only there were a way, Scott. I know. You've got two computers in there. I know. Yeah. Well, well, I'm trying to do this. <laughs> we, uh, we have trust in your Googler. I think you're a good Googler. That, no, well, I'm not really. Right. But uh, when did reach out become a, become a thing? Become a thing. I have a feeling we're not going to find find out. I don't know if anybody's going to actually... Oh, there's always an answer. When did contacting someone become reaching out? All right. Uh, I've recently received a number of emails with the phrase, thank you for reaching out blank. Uh, it's used instead of what I would expect to be the normal expression, thank you for contacting me. Okay. Apparently in the 70s. And apparently TV is to blame. Yes, yeah, 70s. Yep, that's yeah. what I found too. Yep. TV is to blame. Wow. Right. They're changing our world. I'm just saying... 
All right, anyway, enough of that. So <laughs> It says, okay, the 1966 Motown hit, The Four Tops, Reach Out, I'll Be There. Oh, um, yeah. So there's also a song so, in the mm-hmm. 60s. Okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I remember the song. It's a Motown song. It's popular, but I don't think that necessarily became part of the vernacular of Middle America. Motown did not create the vernacular of Middle America or the, or the business world, but mm-hmm. nonetheless. Guys, in this whole research, the aliens could have invaded by now. We Probably wouldn't right. have known what to do. Okay, if the aliens beamed us a signal tomorrow and said, hi, how would we respond? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there is no real plan for dealing with it in a coordinated way. So a team from the UK is working on protocols. The current guidelines for astronomers, basically three steps. Verify the signal is real. Announce it to the world. And don't respond until there is an international discussion oh. on how to handle oh, it. Oh, you think we're going to agree oh. on that? Yeah. No. You, okay. <laughs> no. Look, we don't know what their society is. If you ghost them, they're liable to be sending yeah, cause stuff to, to, down. Get the really world, to get yeah. the world on board in an agreement is going to take uh, forever. Yeah. yeah. And what language are you supposed to send it back? Ooh. Oh. Next half hour, uh, apparently a group has gotten together and decided what... To, uh, um, what we may look like 800 years from now. Oh, interesting. Things that have changed. Physically. Yes, exactly. Okay. Things okay. That, that will change us uh, to the to, to what we will look like then. Sorry. So did you have any final point before we went to the break? Oh, about- I was going to say, I guess it depends on what language the message comes to us See, in. See, that's yeah. another thing. Because if it, if it comes in English, then obviously I think we should respond in English. But if it's in French, then the aliens are Frenchmen. And it, and it, could, be it could be they're smart enough to, to get... Give it to us uh, in the proper language in each part of the world. And I mean, you, maybe if they send out a mass uh, text or something, yeah. Like, if everybody's I, on a group text, I would assume it's it looks more like computer code or something. I'm I'm thinking though, if they already know our own language, which obviously is not going to be their native language, they've been doing their research. They've been watching us for a while. And sure. if that's the case, why would they want to come here? Yeah. Right. If they knew right. about Earth, why on Earth yeah. would they want to be In, here? Unless we have Literally. something that they need to keep their civilization alive. Oh. Mm, and if that's oh. the case, they're not going to ask permission. No. 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 They no. will not ask permission. I'm, I'm just thinking of the international get-together, and you got Joe Biden and Pootie Poot in the same room, and they're all trying to discuss what to say back to these aliens. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's really going to go over well? No. It won't. No. But uh, And again, you'll never get everybody in the world on the same page. Yeah, not everybody's going to be on board. We couldn't even agree probably on no, what we need to no, send back you'd aliens. you have the Republicans and the Democrats sure. all up in arms about alien preparedness. And if it ended up badly, they'd blame it on them. Exactly. Going, yeah, it was your fault. Yeah. If yeah. we would have answered them, this wouldn't have happened. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so anyway, we got that going on. All right, in the meantime, we got the Renaissance Festival tickets out there. If uh, you will tell, tell us what, if you could only have one sandwich, for the rest of your life, what would that sandwich be? Yeah, we do need your first and last name. Text us at 979-695-1620. Mid-afternoon is probably when the stuff is uh, is going to get here. Don't know what that's going to do to downtown Bryan, but... Uh, yeah, first Friday tonight, yep. and, you know, obviously a ton of people, I think, coming into town for the game. Yep. I know I have friends that are coming in, oh. and so we had plans to go, and we, I guess we have plans to go to downtown Bryan tonight because um, they are, not all of them are from here, and so wanted to, you know, kind of show them a local tradition yeah. and, and go out to eat at a local restaurant and that kind of thing, but now, I mean, I you know, we got this email sent to us from, uh, I guess, BTU, talking about their prepared 
preparedness and what they're looking at and you know saying how the worst of the the squall line is predicted to move through as early as 7 or 8 p.m. tonight mm -hmm. and so I'm, I'm like I don't know if this is a good idea to be stuck in the downtown area when the worst of the weather is coming through yeah but, things you know, get a little hairy we, we used to survive this stuff oh right? I, you know, know, I, mean, I know I know I know and I really wasn't thinking all that much about it I knew there was rain in the forecast but um, until I saw that email from BTU but the restaurants will go, hey, once you get here, you'll stay longer. Well, and that's true. Yeah. That's true. As long as you can get into a restaurant and you're not stuck outside somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure we'll still, uh, you know, obviously we'll keep an eye on it. But, um, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll still try to do something. Well, that's well, unfortunate for the street performers. Yeah, yeah well, no, usually for have people sure. out there singing or performing. Yeah. And uh, they're probably not going to be able to do that if it's raining. And, you know, if you even if uh, if you're out of from out of town, you can't do that. But there's a first Friday every month. So there is. Can, oh, yeah. And, you and, can go yeah, to the and, next. Yeah, one. and I think they've even, you know, rescheduled before. So yeah. we'll have to kind of keep an eye on social media and stuff today to sure. see what happens. Hey, so while we're talking about that, and, and again, uh, Wednesday it's going to be 85 degrees, which is the perfect time to start thinking about the holidays. Yes. Are, are we to the point where you're actually saying to somebody, they ask you about something, you say, let me get back to you after the holidays, or is it too early? Oh, I guess it depends on, on what it is. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Well, that might be. Anyway, I haven't done that yet. Haven't pulled that one out. But yet. we've got celebrations coming up. We've got some parades coming up that's, uh, you know, that's the part of our community celebration. Yeah, so applications are still open for entries to both the BCS Christmas Parade, which is returning um, since before COVID. Yeah, so this is the like first year it's coming hiatus, back. Right? Yeah, exactly. So that is occurring on December 4th, but entries, uh, applications are being taken right now. And then on December 8th is the Downtown Brian lighted parade which is the one they do at night and mm -hmm. all the floats are decked out in christmas lights and that's really cool so that uh is also open right now to applications but again that one's going to be on december 8th and i i think I, I don't know the application deadline so you'll have to go to both of those websites sure. and figure it out yeah. but um but yeah so that should be pretty cool i, I remember uh as a member of the street team back in the mm. day working the bcs christmas parade when it was like 85 degrees uh, and we had to wear the Santa's helpers sweaters, and that's why the lighted parade is fun. It's it's a it's a shorter parade, and, uh, and it's you, on a Thursday. Yep, yeah. so you it's can on a weeknight. Mingle in the uh -huh. street and do that kind of right. thing. And the BCS parade's fun too. I don't want to be knocking on it at all. I'm just saying it was warm one year. The sure. other year it was cold. So. Yeah. So anyhow, we'll see what happens. It's a long way away from a weather standpoint. That's yeah, for sure. very true. So a 3D model has been created examining what human beings are going to look like in 800 years if we continue our current technology use. Mm -hmm. They put together a model. They, all, they named it Mindy. Uh, Mindy is, uh, I, I presume, female, but has close-cropped hair and the little computer-generated Well, we're all going to be binary by yeah, then, Yeah, I was Scott. probably so, right. Don't yeah. be trying to uh, there will be There will or, be no genders. <laughs> features a hunched back. Yep. Uh, an extra set of eyelids to oh. guard against excessive light mm -hmm. and a text claw for a hand. I was going to say, I'm, the hands have to be The way different. we hold our phones could cause a strain on certain contact points, thus the text claw. But the other thing that they're going to do is it, we're going to start hunching our shoulders and leaning over. We won't be sitting up straight like your mom tells you to. Right. Because we'll probably be looking at some sort of a device. Mm -hmm. May not look anything like the devices that we carry around now, but some sort of device. 
It's almost like we're going in, backwards. It could be implanted in your forearm. Yeah. Which, yes, yeah. you're right. It does. Because we went from walking on all fours, right? Yep. To then eventually standing up, and now we're going back in that direction. So my deal is, how much or how much have we evolved and how much have we changed over the last 800 years? Do you really think people today look that much different than they did 800 years ago? I don't know. You'd have to talk to an anthropologist about that. Right. Here's the thing. And maybe not, maybe not to the eye, but there's probably were different, you know, things with the anatomy and stuff. Well, I mean, 800 years ago was what, 1200 AD? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I think people were probably still people. They might not have been in the same okay. size right. as they are these days. Okay, but so for instance, size is a big one, yeah. yeah. Size is a size is something. That's right. I, I mean, mean, on I believe, average, I think there were probably people over six foot, but they were few and far between. But Ooh, more people know. have healthier diets now or have the ability to have That's healthier true. diamonds yeah. and, and supplements and those sorts of things. Vitamins, that, Flintstone that, gummies. Now, I think more than anything, technology is going to change to kind of pick our eyes back Correct. up. Correct. That's, that's the yeah. thing I think we're talking about right there. Because, sure, you know what? 800 years ago, your level of awareness for personal safety had to be on a much higher level than it is now. Right. I mean, the, the, the situations that you might find yourself in where you were the only person who could defend your well-being. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily the case now. So has that made us quote softer? Well, think about it. We're always we're already going to standing desks and you know treadmill walking desks and mm-hmm. things like that. So technology is already trying to get us back up versus sitting down and hunched over. You talk about the kinds of chemicals that are in the air, the chemicals mm-hmm. that are in our foods, the other additives that are in there, the kinds of things. Well, I do know this. I do know that, for instance. Uh, the size of our mouths has changed over time. The kind of teeth that we have has changed mm, over time yeah. because our diet has changed over time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we had to use, used to eat grass and seeds and, and post grape nuts and stuff like that. And so, <laughs> you know, we had to crunch that kind of stuff down. Well, so that ge- does make a difference. And geographically as well. You go to different parts of the world and they eat very different things than maybe what we do. The mo- maybe, maybe even more disquieting is the last part of this story where it says uh, th- this altered feature also has a thicker skull and a smaller brain. Oh, interesting. Oh, so we're yeah. going to be stupider. Well, I think that may be it. I'm not sure. I, I mean, don't I don't know if the size of your brain necessarily correlates with the intelligence. intelligence. Because women have smaller heads usually than men, so you would think they'd have smaller brains, but they're just as smart, if not smarter, than dudes. I'm just going to stand saying. here and listen. I know. I'm just no. going to listen. Uh, no, I understand Are you what you're dis- saying. You're just going to disagree? No, I'm saying that, but also you have to think about maybe there's protection for the inner part of the brain that might be more important than the things that are on the outside part of the brain. Not sure. Yeah. Not sure. Just a matter of what kind of sensory stimulus are we going to be reacting to then that we're not even thinking about now. I have no idea. And no concussion protocol. Well, the other uh, the, the other thing is we may be telepathically talking to each other in mm. 800 years. I mean, it's hard to know. If that's the case, then, you know, do your vocal cords become different? Does your hearing become different? And again, the, luckily the, we won't be around. Yeah, won't. Little drippies outside, just a little sprinkles right here at the uh, little radio ranch. So uh, tell us what you see out your window. I Scott. see we traffic. See. I see traffic. Okay. okay, but it's moving today, which is uh, which is a good thing. And yeah. again, all I'm thinking about is by Wednesday it's going to be 85 degrees outside. All right, if you could only eat one sandwich for the rest of your life, what would it be? Yeah, we want to know. Let us uh, text us nine seven nine six nine five sixteen twenty. We do need your first and last name. Yep. Uh, somebody said, "Do burgers count as a sandwich?" Yeah, you know, I think so. I think. Um, 
it I'm is. looking for a sandwich. Yeah, I I'm looking for a sandwich. Somebody yep. said just a club, club sandwich. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, somebody else said the Big Kahuna from Jersey Mike's. Oh, all right. Yep. Uh, this one's very specific. A fried egg sandwich, lettuce, tomato, onion, dill pickles with American cheese and Miracle Whip. Wow. Yeah. That's very specific. That is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, somebody else likes albacore tuna salad okay. on a toasted English muffin. Oh, uh, very nice. Yeah, so let us know. And that's what I mean. The, the whole idea of complexity, I think mm-hmm. at some point that probably does. All right. So there is another... <sighs> There's another scandal in sports. Uh-oh. We, if you remember, it was uh, three weeks ago or so, the fishermen who put the, the weights in the Yes. yes. The They're like on and, trial. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it yeah. was big time money they yeah. were trying yeah. to yeah. steal. There or is. that they did steal, yeah. technically, from other tournaments. Right. So anyway, so next hour we have yet another one. It's it's such a sad time in the world Man, right now. That everybody's people, cheating. They are, as a matter of fact. So U.S. American presidents receive a pension of $219,000 per year. That's nice. I, I mean, I guess that's enough. To go along with sure. the free security? Yeah. Congress almost passed a bill in 1910 to import a bunch of hippos from Africa to Louisiana mm-hmm. to raise them for meat. Oh. One newspaper editorial got all excited about it and called the meat like cow bacon. Oh. Cow bacon. Yeah. Cow bacon. But anyway, it, it failed. Yeah. yeah. Louisiana's dangerous enough with the people and the alligators. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, you let those hippos out loose and man. Yep. Maine was almost a Canadian province called New Ireland. Oh, yeah. interesting. The, the British seized it from Canada during the War of 1812, but eventually they pulled their troops out and gave it back to us. Oh, I haven't even done the Florida fight song yet. Okay. Oh, right. yeah, we got Just, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got to do that. Got Games at 11. We love 11 o'clock games. Yay! Yeah, we do. Yeah, get the rest of our, our weekend free mm-hmm. so we can watch the good games. Install entertainment <laughs> centers. <laughs> so we can install yeah. entertainment yeah, centers. So yeah, so we could do that as well. Yeah. So that's been a project my wife's been working on with her father for quite some time. Oh, that's Again, right. He's, mm-hmm. he's a handy guy, and she wants us to have this big, uh, glorious entertainment center for our new home. It's been a work in progress. But now they're calling in the, the big guns. I'm going to go help oh, with it you? this evening. Yeah, we're going to be kidless. So, Why are you the big gun? I don't know. They were oh. just like, oh, yeah, we, we want you to come help. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Well, now um, that we've got it all finished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they haven't got it all finished yet. We still have to do some painting and things like that. And, and delivery. Kind of some, yes, that too. you got to get it there. It's not that far. Oh, okay. I mean, it's South College Station. How, how, how big is this? This? Um, oh, gosh. Uh, I should know the dimensions by should. now. We've talked about it enough. What's um, it got room for? Uh, it's got room. Well, the TV is obviously going to be in the middle of it. And it's hey, Chelsea, have, he's got a TV that's got a curved screen. I heard it, that. It does. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going to work Uh-oh. with the entertainment Uh-oh. center. Hopefully it'll be just fine. Um, right. As I said, we've got a mount. So the TV's in the middle of the of the, the wall. Yeah. And this is basically going to go around it. Oh. Uh, it's not going to have a top. Okay. So it's going to be basically like two columns on either side with, uh, with um, openings and stuff like that that you can put pictures and everything else. And then on the bottom, there's going to be some drawers that you can put things in. Any plants? Uh, plants on it? You have room for plants? Uh, I'm sure there will be. Oh, okay. I haven't. We haven't discussed that part of it. That's kind of her does realm. Does Lauren do ta- house plants? Um, yes. Okay. Yes, we've got some. I think some in our windowsill. Yeah. 
Um, so, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. she's got a Very few nice. herbs and things, and we've got oh, a little nice. herb uh, mm-hmm. pots out in the back. So oh, that's okay. so. Is this going to be like stained or painted dark or light or uh, what? We're, oh, yeah. we're, we're planning on painting it white. Oh, okay. So that's part of the the problem too is that mm-hmm. we're going to go over there. I'm going to fill up some of the holes with some putty. Yeah. Uh, and then we sand it down real, real nice, wow. and then we're going to prime it and then paint it. All right, there you go. Lots yeah. of work. Oh yeah. Fun stuff. But uh, yeah, the kiddo's going to go stay with Nana tonight, and okay. so that that leaves us free to do as much work as possible so then I can wake up at 6.30 tomorrow to get ready to go <laughs> sure. to the game. <laughs> All right, controversy in the world of cornhole. Oh. With the cornhole world watching live on ESPN, officials inspected the bags with the solemnity required for such a grave task when in uh, August they had the American Cornhole League World Championship. Mm-hmm. I've seen it on ESPN. In Rock Hill, South Carolina. Yeah, the great Cornholio. Yes, um, and it's true. The bags were not of regulations. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, why, did, why is that something that's not checked before you start that's the competition? That's the whole deal. They're too small is what uh, Mark Pryor said. Mark, of course, was the color commentator. Mm. He said that's going to create some drama. Yeah. So uh, these two guys ask officials then to check their opponent's bags too. Yeah, okay. check Turns out they weren't compliant oh, either. Oh, no. Man, double <laughs> cheaters. New regulations are brewing and there is talk of a crackdown to root out those iffy bags in cornhole. Uh-oh, iffy bags. I, I think to make it even, they should not let the folks bring their own well, bags. See, the evolving sport is proving it's never just fun in games, yep. especially when money gets tossed into the mix. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. Since a lighter, thinner bag could provide an advantage, some players are boiling their bags or washing them with vinegar to try to make them more pliable and slick. Oh, wow. Others are bringing out sandpaper, hammers, and rubber mallets. As one guy said, Nate Voyer, who is a cornhole professional, um, you have the average players that try everything to make the bag do different things. Mm-hmm. Now, he ha- he prefers to wash his bag with a little fabric softener, let it air dry. Okay. He knows a player who lays plywood down over his bag and then drives his car over oh, it. Oh, like to flatten exactly. it. Exactly. That crosses into the gray area as far Uh-oh. as he's concerned. Right, because right. you crush the little resin beads You're that are You're manipulating right there. it. It's yeah. smaller pieces. It's like flattening out a piece of chicken before you cook it. Cornhole pros are generally good people, he said, but all of that can be spoiled by one bad apple. Mm-mm-mm. Well, obviously, the people that you find at these cornhole tournaments are very similar to ones you find in beer league softball. Uh-huh. Uh, they're usually 45 to 55-year-old dads with a beer gut. Okay. Um, but I've seen I've seen some fights go on at cornhole tournaments. I'm sure. Like, there was a big-time brawl, I don't know, about a year or so ago and a video that went viral. Okay. Yeah. After an hour-long delay, officials at the World Championship decided no intentional violations had taken place, and they opted to continue the contest. Mm. Was there cheating? Is it possible? I'm pretty confident that it isn't intentional, says ACL spokesperson Trey Ryder. ACL, that is, uh, I guess, the American Cornhole League. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, if if there aren't any rules against manipulating your bags, then they technically didn't cheat. They didn't break. 
specific rules, but if there are, you know, certain regulations and things that say you can't do these things and, and as a sport evolves, and like you said, as money becomes involved and, you know, broadcast rights and things like that, you have got to be able to clear up some of those you at know, the gray American, areas. Sure. At the American Cornhole Association, which calls itself the original and official governing body of okay, Cornhole, the okay. president, whose mm-hmm. name is Eric Marvin, compares the Cornhole growth to that of pickleball. That sport was a sleeping giant until leaders took it mainstream. Mm-hmm. Cornhole professional Jay Corley from Virginia says the sport's rapid growth points to one thing. I think we're going to have to have a referee just like any other sport. Oh. I think it was, I had it in my show prep and I think I already took it out because we never got to it. I want to say LeBron bought a professional pickleball team. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, the Mr. Corley, once an amateur, now competes around his job. He's a licensing agent for the Virginia Department of Health. He studies the philosophy of fellow athletes like Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter. He no longer drinks when he plays. Mm. I want well, that, to take that's care of my idea. body as I'm a professional athlete. Oh, that's Lord. Okay. Oh. All right. You literally take a beanbag and you sling it up there, okay? It takes great hand-eye coordination, yeah. but it's it's a tailgating game. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see big, big money Cornhole coming drama. to corner. Yeah, we got it. Flashing red lights at 2818 in Luther. Police are there directing traffic, so if you can stay away from that, it'd be a good idea. Hey, Sue, what's going on? Sue! Hi, Sue! Hey, Sue! And Chelsea! And Zach! Yay! You're our winner for today. Got tickets to the Texas Renaissance Festival because your favorite sandwich is what? It's a, it's the meatball sub at Farmhouse. Really? Oh, oh, very good. Nice choice. Now, uh, had you regularly eaten meatball sandwiches before then, or did that uh, that hook you when you had it there? I used to be a Subway person, but Farmhouse has got a really good sandwich. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, they do. And they do eight inches. I think that's the perfect oh, length. That's nice. That's okay. nice. Okay. All right. I got that. So, yep. all right. That's got, that's kind of fun. So, here's the deal. I got uh, four tickets to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Come by here the Garrity Bank Building on the top floor. We've got them for you. And thank you so much for listening. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Sue. Bye. Bye. Right. Well, okay. I'll have Man. to give that a try. Yeah. And see how yeah. Much, uh, that yeah. Works. I yeah. used to. I used to really like meatball subs, but I probably haven't had one in a few years. It's it's heavy. It's yeah. not like you're going to yeah. eat one and get ready but, to run a marathon. But I do agree with you. I love an eight-inch sandwich because sometimes six just doesn't feel like enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And 12, like 12 is way is, too much. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's the reason they do it that way. This is a rather complicated song. I mean, for fight songs, because. You know, you you think that you'd want to make it simple so that your kids can learn it when they're like nine yeah. and they can Do sing the it. gator chomp. Yeah, they can sing it for the rest of their lives. But anyway, so here we go. Okay, so give a cheer for the orange and blue, waving forever, forever pride of old Florida. Oh. May she droop never, I guess oh. that's the flag. Okay. Uh, we'll sing a song for the flag today, cheer for the team at play. On to the goal, we'll fight our way for Florida. And they're going to go, Mommy, what does droop mean? Yeah. So there we go. So that's Florida. Yeah, so we'll just keep that at the back. All right. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. So let's see. Notable alumni. um, Jack Youngblood. He was a pretty good pro football player. Mm. Mel Tillis. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, Good football coaches like Steve Spurrier. Yep. And not so good ones like Charlie Strong. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Charlie. How about this? Buddy Ebsen. 
I don't know who that is. Oh, yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Jed oh, Clampett. Okay. okay. Jed Clampett. The patriarch of the Clampets. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan Demi, who's a pretty good uh, film guy. Uh, Stephen Stills, you've heard of him before. Um, he was a singer dude. Chris Collinsworth. Oh, who's, who's yeah. a television person. Emmett Smith. Uh, Jesse Palmer, of course. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Stephen Root. Stephen oh, Root, who played, faves. who played Milton in Office Space. Yeah, mm. yeah he's kind of good. And Bill uh, and King of the Hill. Right. Uh, arguably, my favorite uh, author, Michael Connolly, is uh, a graduate of Florida. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, let me see who else. Erin a- uh, Andrews. Is just, she's oh, a Florida. Oh, yeah, that's right. She danced. She yes, was on the she dance did. team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Rubio. He's uh, like oh, a senator okay. dude. Faye Dunaway, the actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, Tim Tebow. We, yep, we yep. know that. And, um, and then Ryan Lochte. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> Forgot he was a swimmer, swimmer dude. I actually know, I personally know somebody who swam with him at Florida. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Did they mm-hmm. like him? Uh, I, yeah, this guy, I, was, I think kind of indifferent. I mean, teammates, but right. didn't really have one way or another yeah, kind of say about yeah, yep. yeah, And then for those of you who don't know, the name of the mascot is Albert. I had no idea. Albert and then Alberta was introduced in 1986 of as course. Albert's sidekick and friend. You got to get course. the female version in there. Yep, exactly. And she's got like red lips and even like red painted nails. Now, or why claws. would they? Why would they do that? <laughs> My gosh! Ah. Does, do they have a live gator? It, okay, on campus? so it says the first live alligator did come to UF in 1957. Uh, several different live alligators assumed the role of Albert over the years, and then even a robotic motorized reptile held the role. Oh, that's creepy. Oh. It says it wasn't until 1970 that Albert became personified on the field as the full body vinyl costume. So it sounds like they had live alligators before they actually had just like a a person dressed up in the costume. That'd be kind of hard to train. I I don't know if they have a live alligator now, but um, they obviously do have the the big old. So which makes me think of how many how many um, non mammal mascots are there okay i mean oh. if you think about it, so i mean can you think of uh i guess the horn frog the well, tcu horn frog a, yeah mm-hmm. birds not a mammal yeah, okay lots all right of birds. birds okay mm-hmm. so if we take out birds and mammals i guess oh okay, okay. Take out birds and mammals the you rest know, of them what have we got left i yeah. feel like you've got some yellow jackets okay you've that's got some, right maybe some hornets or yeah. something okay yeah, yeah that's uh, pr- uh two lane, toads, the right? two-lane green wave oh, yeah, yeah. Which you've got some that aren't even things right exactly but you know, transporting your mascot, uh, that if it's a gator, I mean, that would be problematic. Absolutely. I, well, it's, they don't transport Mike. They don't take the tiger out of his habitat to away games. Okay. So I, I have a feeling they might not transport the alligator could either. Be, could be. But so he probably they, lives in a habitat like Mike does. So they don't have a necessarily gator mascots. Now, there might be gators on campus just because of the oh, geography. Oh, just naturally, yes. But naturally, but they no longer have a live alligator, right. like, say, in a, in a right. planet, not a planetarium, but, you know, an aquarium or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed at some place, and they, uh, I told you, a hotel, and it's overlooking. Uh, it was actually in Mobile. It wasn't there, but mm. it said, don't feed the gators. Yeah. And sure enough, there they were. They, they'd wander up at uh, night. Somebody made a good point, texted in a tree. Oh, Is that Stanford? Stanford, Stanford yeah. Oh, right, the tree yeah. got suspended. What do you mean? The tree unveiled him, and the Arizona State mascot unveiled a sign that said, Stanford hates fun. And so the. I guess the committee, the student-led committee for the band, suspended the guy who's the tree mascot. 
Wow. So one of the old guys that used to be oh. the mascot, he's come back in. He's going to be the tree for the rest of the semester. Oh, okay. They had oh, to yeah. get a fill-in tree. They had to get a fill-in tree. Man. Wow. Yeah, well, school spirit. Yeah, that's, that's it. your job. What? And he said, well, what was it that what was, was not it? fun? Yeah, I wonder that, what that was about. I, I have no idea, but the <gasps> sign said Stanford hates fun. And he was okay. in the picture. There he was go. in it. Wow. So it was on this date in uh, 1880, the first cash register was patented by James and John Ritty of Dayton, Ohio. Okay. So before then, you just had to write it down. I huh? guess that's it. Uh, 1939, air conditioners in cars were introduced by the Packard Motor Company in Chicago. Uh, that would be interesting to know what, I mean, that was probably a pretty significant uh, addition to be able to put that in the engine compartment, this little compressor that did air conditioning. I wonder how efficient it was. Mm. Um, and is it strange that it originated in Chicago? Um, I don't know. That's just where the company was, I think. Right. Uh, and, I, and I know that they were nationwide, but it just seems like, oh, yeah, it all originated in Chicago for the AC, which I know it can get hot up there, but well, it's but probably as we, as we mentioned, Carrier started in Buffalo, New York, mm -hmm. right? You know, they didn't need it. Yep. But I, I remember um, probably in the late 60s, so Cadillac, of course, was the fanciest car, and uh, there were some people down the street, and I was friends, and so they had a Cadillac, and I got to ride in Ooh, that. That cool. was really neat. Yeah. And uh, what they had was these, on, on the back windows, okay, the back windows of the car, on either side, they had these plastic, clear plastic vents that would blow air conditioning, cool air, into the back seat. Yeah. Because prior to that, they didn't do it. The kids mm. had to suffer. You don't think about it now, because they do it as a regular matter of course. I mean, sure. there's there's vents either in the roof or, you know, blowing behind Heck, the seats. you've got your or, own controls now. Sure, mm -hmm. exactly. But back in the day, yeah, the idea that uh, the people up front were nice and cool while the people in the back seat were sweltering. Sweating. Yeah, a little different than that. All right, so it things that people like less as they get old. Okay. Crowds. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that, boy, and that's the truth. Uh, no, I'm going to save that. Okay, yeah, that's a good All right. one. All right, we'll do this because this is it's late that, in the show. Yeah. A study has found that swearing is extremely helpful in modern life. Oh, okay. Uh, researchers found that the most common reason that we swear is to release anger or frustration. Sure. Right. That includes using it to cope with the feelings of anger in any stressful road condition. Oh, <laughs> or hand yep. signals. You're up. Exa yes, exactly. Uh, so uh, here are four benefits to swearing, at least according to the study. Number one, it helps you express joy. Like this Saturday when you oh, hit the okay. Powerball and everybody in your neighborhood hears you yell Yeah, yeah, something. okay. I yeah. don't use it as often in times of joy, but I can see that. Uh, yeah. It helps us deal with pain, uh -huh. both oh. emotional and physical. Yeah, the physical stub your <laughs> yeah. toe. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah. talking about that earlier. Researchers did uh, another study a few years ago that proved that people were able to keep their hands submerged in ice water a longer time if they were allowed to cuss oh. while they were yeah, doing it. Yeah, I remember it. us talking about <laughs> yep, that. we yeah. did. Uh, it helps us connect with each other. One example is humor. They mm. found swearing can be useful when you're trying to make someone laugh. Okay. Well, a lot of comedians yeah. do that, oh, obviously. Yeah. It also helps with feelings of uh, solidarity, like teaming with a friend and going, yeah, man, that's the <laughs> yeah, best. Yeah, 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 okay. It also, I think it, it can um, 
change the level of friendship or relationship that people would use language with you that they wouldn't uh, with other people? Yes, when you're comfortable enough with somebody to to use maybe some uh, decorative words yes. that you oh, wouldn't Oh, decorative norm- words. Yes, yes. That you Bringing us close together. That yeah. you wouldn't necessarily use in, in company that you don't know that well. And it can make you more convincing. Or mm. less convincing. Or less, I was going to say, I, I think there is a very, maybe not very fine, but there is a fine line um, when it comes to swearing of, like you said, if you sound convincing or funny or whatever you're trying to get across, then unconvincing, not funny because that's all you use, you know, that kind of thing. Right. They, they looked at a previous study that found that people who swear in text messages are seen as more persuasive and more believable. Interest. Hmm. That's interesting. I yeah. guess. Oh well, they're cussing. They must really mean it, right? Yeah. Well, are, it does help. It does help uh, tone, right? It's the because, emphasis, yeah, right? Yeah, because sure. text messages. You're, you sometimes it's hard to read the tone. It is. They also found swearing isn't considered as vulgar as it once was, which is a mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh, and it used to be seen as a sign that you were uneducated mm-hmm. or you had a poor vocabulary. Right. You would reach for that because you didn't have the more proper word to use. Sure. But that's really apparently not true anymore, at least according to this study. And they said that they do admit you still have to be careful about who you swear around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, it is still a judgment thing. Sure. There's still lots of uh, situations where it is offensive and it is inappropriate. And oh, obviously yeah. in a public setting. Around you, children. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Or people that you just don't know. That's, yeah, or work. I mean, dep- not up here necessarily. But no. in some professional settings, it can also be very inappropriate. You never know who might be a preacher. Yeah. You yeah. all. It, it also could happen if your neighbor is using their leaf blower tomorrow morning too early. Mm. If they happen to be doing that with yeah. fall here and people not <laughs> wanting to actually, yeah, it, right, exactly. With them not wanting to actually rake the yard, these blowers are just great. So there actually are HOAs that are banning uh, noisy oh. leaf blowers or restricting their use. Okay. Uh, almost seventy percent of homeowners in communities that don't have leaf blower restrictions welcome that as one of the things that uh, they have. Okay. Maybe put some hours on it or something. Yeah, yeah. not restrict them completely. Right. Hey, we're back tomorrow. Brian Broadcast. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're back on no, we're not. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Info Mini Chats. We'd love for you to rate our podcast and leave us a review. Telling your friends about us would be greatly appreciated, too. And if you really love the episode, you can hear that and more when you tune in to WTAW's Infomaniacs, weekday mornings from 6 till 9 on 1620-945 or online at RadioAggieland.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.